By the time I get out the door for work at 8.30 a.m., it's already so hot and humid, condensation forms on my forehead in the few steps I take to the four-wheeler. I settle the black helmet on my head, shift to reverse, and start the machine with a roar and purr. I back out of the gravel drive, pull down the dirt alley, and onto the paved street. Motoring down the road creates a breeze that feels like the only thing keeping me from spontaneously combusting from a combination of sun heat, humidity, and pregnancy. I love the quad. Not only is it a new kind of freedom to have my own wheels here on the island, but I love how it feels to drive. Surprisingly enough, I never drove one while living in the Upper Peninsula, as many of my peers did. But here on Isla, it's my everyday ride. My eight-month pregnant belly is a curved moon shape waxing toward full. I take the speed bumps more slowly now. My rides to work, as they were in Michigan, are time for myself. Time for deep breaths, a moment alone to reflect or not. Time to notice my surroundings. Taste the day. Take note of interesting things. The bursting forth of my favorite peach-colored hibiscus tree across the street from the nighttime milkshake place. A fluffy black street dog marking its territory. The bright pile of dragon fruit on a vendor's table. A pregnant woman on a four-wheeler elicits interesting looks from tourists and locals alike. I just smile and wiggle my fingers in a little wave. I turn down the familiar street maze, always taking the slightly longer way so that I can drive along the Caribbean. The shimmer and movement of water calms me. It always has. Whether it's Lake Superior, the Laughing Whitefish River, Big Manistique Lake, or the Caribbean Sea, moving water stills and calms unease and anxiety, trapped like a caged bird in my chest. Local dogs trot purposefully down cobbled streets, their pace and upright tails denoting important missions not to be interrupted. I pass fruit and vegetable stands with little pyramids of zucchini, carrots, and bright red radishes that rode the ferry over from the mainland early this morning. Pigeons scuttle and take flight as I round a corner, heat making them slow. A flash of bright plumeria aroma wafts over me and is immediately replaced by the stench of an overflowing garbage can. I catalog and collect each detail, holding them up for inspection like pieces of beach glass. Comparisons to other commutes to work. Snowstorms, deer dodging, changing seasons, leaf budding, unfurling and falling. Sometimes I can't help but laugh aloud at the changes, differences, absurdities from one incarnation of my life to another. In Michigan, when I lived alone in my cabin, I used to love cutting a hard right partway home on my commute, trading blacktop and yellow lines for winding gravel roads and the thrill of dodging puddles and potholes. When I was safely off the main road, I'd crack a roadie, turn the radio up, take a couple puffs off my one and press foot to accelerator. The gravel road, four-wheel drive vehicle, and me became one entity. Curves and bumps no longer obstacles, but part of a terrain that four wheels and me were an extension of. Windows down, music up, it was some of the most free I've ever felt. 
It was a high I craved. The moment the car stopped, the realities of loneliness and work in the morning caught up and slipped clammy hands over my shoulders. I needed those highs to balance the lows, driving fast, tiptoeing naked through the yard and down to the river for a breathless swim, showing up alone, head high to the bar. These glorious moments were often followed all too quickly by moments of sadness and loneliness so acute it was almost a physical blow. Staring out rain-streaked cabin windows, worry about house needs weighed heavy on my head. Firewood, would there be enough to pay the bills, that leak in the roof, and on and on. Loneliness and pain from the recent past pressing against my eyelids. In the midst of it, there's almost a deliciousness in the pain. It reminded me I was alive as much as those moments of exhilaration. Intense, exquisite loneliness and independence, the balance beam I walked day to day. Up and down, high and low, ebb and flow. Two years later, some part of me, sometimes, almost, misses those peaks and troughs. The rest of me is thankful for the steady day-to-day -day joys that are my life now. When I first moved to Isla, every little detail thrilled and interested me. I was fascinated by each nuance and felt like my smile would never unstretch. Day-to-day -day sneaks up before we even realize. Imperceptibly, the transition occurs. What was at first so exciting and unfamiliar becomes commonplace and normal. My walks down the dusty alley to and from what was at first my boyfriend's apartment, then our apartment, and now the apartment I share with my husband, went from a thrilling stroll down a Mexican island alley to my daily walk to and from home. The foods that were at first exotic, unfamiliar, new, have become day-to-day -day fare. Tacos pastor, shaved succulent and glistening from its grilled meat cone, Fresh mango, dragon fruit, and guayana from the corner fruit stand. Street tacos of every carne, topped with pico, salsa picante, and creme de ajo. Riding across the island on a moto, arms around my handsome man's waist, I poke and pinch myself, reminders of how blessed I am to live on this magical island. Inhabit this space with my sexy husband, our hilarious dogs, amazing friends, and all the individuals who also call Isla home. It's so easy to become complacent, to take for granted the space we inhabit, people we love, small moments of joy. I'm learning yet another way of happiness. Day-to-day -day joys, simple, small, and often tucked away in little pockets of gratitude bedside picnics, watching a lightning storm from the roof, swimming with Ryan in turquoise waters. The intensity of my days at the cabin, highs so high and lows so low, have calmed to steady swells, carrying me forward. A strong, lonely, independent, laughing girl running alone and barefoot through apple orchards and over wild violets, adapting in two years to a happy pregnant wife on a Caribbean island and a son soon to be born. It's happiness ebbing and flowing on a whole new tide. I listen for the four-wheeler's engine purr and press my thumb harder on the accelerator. 
Ryan wouldn't approve of me driving so fast. But the road in front of me is clear, and to my left, the Caribbean sparkles. A hot wind against my face smells of salt and promise.